turning ocean plastic into pharmaceuticals. That story and more on H2O Radio's weekly news report. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin, and it's This Week in Water. Last week on the Big Island of Hawaii, Mauna Loa, the world's largest active volcano, erupted for the first time in 38 years. The dramatic event offered spectacular visuals and gave scientists a unique opportunity to study Earth's geophysical forces. But for some researchers, the eruption is science interrupted. The lava flow took out power lines and blocked the access road to the world-famous Mauna Loa Observatory. The research facility, located at over 11,000 feet above sea level on the north side of the volcano, is free of vegetation and pollution, making it an ideal place to monitor atmospheric conditions, which scientists have been doing since the station was built in the 1950s. Unfortunately, the volcanic activity threw a curveball at the Keeling Curve a graph that shows carbon dioxide concentrations in the atmosphere and is the longest-running record of CO2 in the world. The data shown on the Keeling Curve are considered incontrovertible scientific evidence that human activities are altering the planet's climate, with the only plausible cause being the use of fossil fuels. There have only been a few hiccups in the curve's record besides the current incident, once in 1964 when the federal government briefly cut funding and for about a month following Mauna Loa's eruption in 1984. Researchers are exploring options to relocate the measuring equipment. Last week, the National Park Service announced that the name of a popular landmark and camping ground on the Bright Angel Trail at Grand Canyon National Park will be changed from Indian Garden to Havasupai Gardens. The Havasupai tribe had asked for the name change. About 100 years ago, they were forcibly removed from the park and relocated to the west. The announcement came during the Tribal Nations Summit at the White House, where a series of new commitments were made by the Biden administration. Three tribes, two in Alaska and one in Washington state, who live along coasts or rivers, will each be given $25 million to relocate to higher ground because they face urgent threats from climate change. Eight more tribes will be funded to plan for relocation. In addition, the federal government is taking steps to assure that the water resources of Native American tribes, including fish and aquatic plants used for thousands of years, are not negatively impacted by Clean Water Act regulations. The president also pledged to protect large public lands in the Mojave Desert in southern Nevada that are sacred to Native American tribes. In an effort to reduce carbon emissions, France has won approval from the European Commission to ban short travel by air when there's a rail alternative that takes two and a half hours or less. For now, the ban will only affect three routes in France, although at first they wanted to stop eight flights. The aviation sector accounts for about two and a half percent of global greenhouse gas emissions, so the search for a sustainable alternative to fossil fuels is on. Last week, Rolls-Royce and low-fare European airline EasyJet announced that they have tested a modern airplane engine that runs on green hydrogen fuel, which was created using wind and tidal power from the Orkney Islands of Scotland. The companies tested the fuel on a turboprop engine rather than one used on a jet, but they are planning more tests and hope that hydrogen could be the 
non-carbon aviation fuel of the future. Unlike fossil fuels, hydrogen produces only water when it's burned. However, many analysts doubt it could ever be viable for long flights because of the increased amount of fuel the plane would have to carry. And if you're wondering, right now planes powered by electricity stored in onboard batteries are only possible for very short flights. And finally, there's a staggering amount of plastic collecting in rotating ocean currents, the most infamous of which is the Great Pacific Garbage Patch located between Hawaii and California. It's double the size of Texas and holds an estimated 180,000 tons of plastic waste, but it could also contain medicine. Researchers at the University of Southern California have successfully converted the garbage into the basis for drugs that can treat everything from cancer to Alzheimer's. The team collected waste on the west side of Catalina Island off the Southern California coast, plucking everything from shopping bags and milk cartons to carry out containers and household items. They took the plastic, which has been weakened from its exposure to the sun and waves, and chopped it apart in the lab. They then fed its carbon bits to geoengineered fungus, which produced compounds commonly used to make antibiotics, cholesterol-lowering statins, as well as cancer drugs, all within a week. Co-author Travis Williams told H2O Radio that their process could be a cost-effective springboard to developing new pharmaceuticals or even making agrochemicals and mass-market products. Ocean plastic is a vexing issue, but this discovery could make the problem a less bitter pill to swallow. That's it for this week in water, which is made possible by support from listeners like you. Learn more at h2oradio.org.